Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlows is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute butt-kicking with love. Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions. As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Do you have a name picked out for today's show? Yes, today's name is Mashika. How'd you know it was going to be a female? Well, we talked in the bathroom. (laughs) Doing our makeup. All right. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. For the people that don't know, this is a mother-daughter duo. (laughs) Hey, whatever. Make whatever assumptions you need to. Right, to feel comfortable. Okay, so Mashika, Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful name. African. Is it? Okay, you know what According to Google. I'm going to ask you as you pick names... um, where, where, where they're from. Sure. So that the listeners can understand because I'm certain some will know the names and some won't. And maybe some will know them from different countries. True enough, eh? I'm, I'm yeah. ignorantly relying on Google, hoping it's good education. Yeah. You know, we're also hoping that we pronounce the names right mm-hmm. and we know that there's a damn good chance we're not. And you know what? Like they're spelled correctly, but I may be putting the enunciation in the wrong part. Yeah. So it would be fun if people let us know if mm-hmm. it's different too. We're welcome. We welcome that. Okay. So let's just jump right in. So this is a client who calls and books a half hour session and asks for an open session, but then the guides come in and say, she doesn't really want open. She really wants three things addressed. Here they are. Confirm these with her, Karen. 
She wants her finances, her career, and relationships. Okay, so disclaimer for anyone listening, (laughs) that like you mentioned, that is not open. Yeah. And if you have those kinds of intentions and you come and you say open, you Mm -hmm. are wasting your time. Yeah. And you are lucky as well, depending on who you sit down with as a psychic, that they're going to nail those things. Yeah. In spite of the fact that you're not being upfront about your intentions. Yeah. Especially those are things that cause big stress. And to point out to people that are first time listeners as well is that in our consent process, we explain what open means. We explain what a guide, that's a guide-led session, meaning the guides are going to pick and choose everything, not us. Here, let's do it this way. I'm going on a trip to Muskoka with my girlfriend on Saturday. Oh. If she says to me, hey, what do you want out of your trip? And I say, open. She plans the whole fucking thing, and I might be disappointed after the entire day because I didn't get anything I wanted because I said open. Right. So she takes me to all of her restaurants that I can't stand eating. She takes me to do adventures that I'm not comfortable with or I'm bored by. Like that's yeah. the difference between saying open, meaning someone else make the decision, versus you actually speaking up and saying, Hey, this makes me really happy. This would, you know, this would calm my nerves, this would meet my needs. And then I'm going to go to the next piece of that where some people have then said to me, Well, shouldn't you know? Aren't you the psychic? Well, that's abuse. This is different. But I'm just bringing them along as to... Yeah, I'm bringing them along with you. <laughs> Karen, come on. I did it this again. Is Jesus, eh? Okay. So they, I asked her that. I said, is it correct that you're looking for three, these three things? And she says, yes, it is. So I said, okay, I'm going to go and ask the guides what they want to do and what order they're doing it in, or do you have a particular order? And she goes, no, you go right ahead. So I turned to the guides and they said, look, we're going to start by taking you into a past life with her. And because she consented to that at the beginning in, in the process of all of the gifts, we're going to illustrate one past life that's going to nail everything. And I'm like, that's, that's fantastic. Fire away. So they said, talk to her about the fact that in a past life, she's female. She goes through several relationships in that lifetime for a variety of reasons, which will come up when we get to relationships. And here are some of the scenarios that play out. So she, she has a partner who leaves her, and in they, the previous life? In the previous okay. life, and they have children. I think they said three. So she has to start over again. She goes out and tries to find work. Then when she finally finds a job, um, she's secure. She has a great company that offers security and a good pen, or, or pardon me, a good paycheck. And then, um, so she puts all her money and all of her trust in that company that she's going to be able to maintain that for the rest of her life. And a new owner comes in and she can't stay. She can't stay there. She has to leave because of the way they're treating them, because of the way they run the company. She just cannot tolerate it. So she has three children and she has to start over at another company again. And then she goes through a third partner, and I can't remember the reason for the third, why the third one left, Kelly. Oh, I think he passed away. 
So she goes into another partnership. So at each time in life, she has to keep restarting over and over and over again. Uh, from ground zero, where she goes into debt. So she's hitting her 40s, she's hitting her 50s, she's hitting her 60s. And you would think like at those points, I'm finally secure. I finally have some things put together here. I can see my way to retiring and taking care of myself. She's at the very beginning each time. So as a result of that, one of the lessons that comes out of that lifetime is that she is supposed to be able to take some of that income and put it away. And what she does is that she puts it away in land. She saves up a little bit of money, and it's really by penny pinching. And she puts it away into purchasing land. Then she, she buys a little piece of land, and she has a little cottage on it, but then she renovates the cottage. She rents it. She goes and she lives with her parents. She lives with a brother. She lives with a friend, with her kids. People take her in where she doesn't have to pay rent, um, out of compassion for her situation. Knowing that she is making enough money to be able to fix this cottage and make money off of it and bank it. So these people that support her are not angry, thinking that, well, she's got a good job now. She should be paying me some rent. I'm taking care of these kids. They know that they're trying to give her a foot up, mm -hmm. that they're trying to give her leverage in life, right? A leg up. A leg up. What did I say? A foot up. <laughs> Which, I mean, the foot goes with the leg, so that's cool. <laughs> Why is anybody listening to us? <laughs> well, there's a bingo script that says Karen fucks up. Oh, thank God, then. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's got to get dabbed every single show. So I explained all of this to her. And I said, you put your money into the land, blah, blah, blah. And she looks at me and she goes... I don't understand what you just did, but you're answering my current questions. I said, what do you mean? You told me to go open. I thought you didn't have any. Well, I'm in a situation. This is how she explains it because she doesn't want to now tell me that she actually had questions. So she says, I'm in a situation and I'm trying to figure out how to come out of debt. Mm -hmm. And I have bought myself a home, a small home. And I am cleaning it up and renovating it. And my, my, my questions I was hoping to get answered today was, do I rent this? Do I do an Airbnb? Do I create an apartment in it? Do I sell it? Do I, you know, the market because of COVID and everything is high. Do I turn it around? Do I try and go live with somebody? She says, you just answered every question. She goes, I can't believe it. She goes, and you're telling me this is out of a past life? And I said, yes, I said, this is what you did in a past life. This is how you got out of financial difficulties that life gave you. Mm -hmm. And she goes, say that again. <laughs> I said, that life gave you. And she goes, this isn't the law of attraction. <laughs> she goes, you're telling me that I wasn't, I'm not just creating all my own problems. She goes, I just think that law is just such a shit show. And I said, well, it is when you don't understand it and you believe in it in the way that many North Americans are teaching it, 
that is not healthy or truthful. And I said, but in, and in this particular case, this lifetime is saying, this is how you got out of this. So she says, okay. She says, I had just approached my sister and asked her if she needed a roommate mm. in her home and that the two, I could help her a little bit because she wants an income and then I could rent my house out and make some and I would be willing to split some of the money I make with her. I said, that, that is exactly what you do to come out of debt. And I said, and I'm also going to suggest something to you, a financial planner to guide it. Mm -hmm. A financial planner to be able to say to you what good decisions are, what amounts are, how to invest your money. But a financial planner that doesn't just want you to invest in funds, but somebody that's got enough maturity, I'll just say maturity, um, to be able to say, it isn't always going to be this way in funds. And she goes, why would you say that? And I said, oh, I said, because in that past lifetime, you got burnt investing in stocks, bonds, and financial markets because they drop. And if you can't stay in them long enough, or if you need the money when they do their typical every 10 year or whatever it is drop, you get screwed. And it's one more way you get screwed by life. The husband that leaves, the husband that dies, the company that changes owners. It's your four, it's one more thing that hits you in life's challenges. Mm -hmm. And she goes, okay, she goes, this explains to me why every time somebody tells me to invest, I, I, I feel sick to my stomach about investing. Good on you for your intuition. Yeah. And she goes, okay, look at, she goes, I really don't get what you do in that you're doing something about a past life. I don't get how you get it. Us either. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. That makes three of us. Yeah. And she says, but it's helpful. So do you think you could continue whatever it is that you're doing and continue the session? And I said, yeah, sure. So I go back to the guides and I said, so what else? And, she, and they said, well, we're going to stay in that lifetime. In that lifetime, she struggles tremendously um, in, a re in relationships with friends. And um, the lesson in that life, because I'm just going to say that we extrapolate the lessons, is that she, she decides eventually in that life that she needs to grow up. She has three kids. She has financial debt. She can't afford to freaking party. She can't afford alcohol or that kind of lifestyle. She can't afford all the babysitters, blah, blah, blah. So the guides say that in that lifetime, she's faced with a decision that she's got to leave a friend group that continues into their 40s and 50s and 60s to wanting to spend money and time and energy in things that are not productive, that are the drugs, the alcohol, the partying. I'll just say the things that we typically do in our 20s and should come to understand you know, the time of life maybe, um, and that we have to grow out of those things. Uh, but they don't. And her life falls apart because of the other stuff that's going on but also because she has to look at this friend group and go, I, I got to do some growing up here. And she goes, okay, do I? 
She asked me the question, do I, what do I do? What do I do in that life? She was so into her session, Kelly. She's leaning into looking into the camera. What do I do? What do I do? And I said, you walk away from the friend group. You choose maturity. You choose to grow. You choose to educate. You choose to be creative. You choose to find out who you are and discover yourself. And in the process, you find a partner. And she goes, say what? I said, you find a partner. But it is through the discovery of self, of all of these different aspects of yourself. And she goes, okay, go into that a little bit more. I said, okay, I can quickly. I said, so they're showing that you don't know how to paint, that you don't know how to fix a countertop. You don't know how to fix things in the house. You don't know a little bit of plumbing, a little bit of woodworking. I said, you show me a kayak, you show me. And she goes, this is so interesting, keep going. And I just was pointing out these little things that she showed me in that lifetime that she discovered, including trees, by the way. So I explain all of this to her, that in that past lifetime, she chooses to leave the friend group to go discover and find all the things I've just listed. And then the person sitting in front of me in 2021 looks at me and says, this is exactly the same life, except I don't have the kids. I don't have the partner. She says, I'm literally asking you and wanting to know today if I will ever have a partner. And you've just described to me the answer why I haven't yet, because I haven't done all of those things yet. I don't know if I connect to trees. I don't know yet if I like kayaking. I don't know these things. If you asked me what, who I am, I'm defined by the guy I date. I like what they like. And she says, I'm just starting to see that, you know, I, I liked, um, what did she say? Um, oh, camping. And she goes, now that I'm on my own, I don't want to camp. She says, but I camped for a couple of years every weekend because my partner camped. So she says, I tend to do whatever my partner says they like, and I agree to that. I do those things, and now I'm sitting here single wondering why all my relationships end. And she says, so you're giving me the roadmap to saying I have to discover myself, and you've just given me some of the things that I did in a past life to help me discover who I am. She says, you're telling me, I've just got to go out and I've got to try things and figure out if I actually enjoy it. So she says, could you continue about the friendships? Oh, and by the way, Kel, she also says to me, I, I'm sitting here right now trying to figure out what to do with my friend group. I am so not into this drinking and partying and doing this all the time. She says, I go now and I sit there and I don't drink as much. And I look at their behavior and I go, you guys are assholes. She goes, I, I turn on and I look at them and I go, come on, you got kids. What are you doing here? Why'd you bring the kids? Like she's, she says, I'm just looking at my friend group and their mid thirties going, Hey guys, we're in our thirties. This was supposed to end. What, what's up? Weren't we supposed to be here with the kids at the bonfire? Have one glass of wine? We're not supposed to get drunk. So she's sitting there watching herself mature, recognizing that the group around her is refusing to mm -hmm. because they're trying to hold on to who they were in their 20s 
But now they've got the added responsibilities and life has moved on with children and pets and mortgages and careers and just everything. It's life. So she says, I'm so grateful for this lifetime that you pulled out. Mm-hmm. She says, because you're basically telling me I'm living it and now it's clear, clear as a bell for me that this, this inner decision, this gut feeling I have to walk away from this friend group is what I have to do for me. And the fact that as I step in and I go take that paint class, I'll meet some people that paint. Mm-hmm. She says, you're, you're telling me, Karen, that when I go to a paint class and I meet other painters, I'm going to find something in common with them and I might just have a friendship based around painting. Something she genuinely likes. Yes. And she says, and it won't be around the alcohol and all of the other stuff, the partying and everything else. It's just going to be that I'm going to love my friendship because we're going to go get paint supplies. We're going to go paint together. We might even take a picnic. We might even go out and have a dinner with that. She says, I, I needed this in such, in such a bad, good, however you want to describe it, way. Urgent. Yeah. She says, so that I could feel confident and solid that my inner knowings are there, are true, are accurate. And she says, you know what? I don't know how that is linked to my past life. Okay. Go. Before you even posed that question by her, I was thinking this is why I love explaining soul contracts to people because you're using a past life to illustrate a repeated contract in this lifetime. And contracts between you you and another person, the client and another person, can really help give you the confidence, as you mentioned, to know that it's okay and it's time to leave certain relationships, that a contract is supposed to be over and the two of you are sort of overstaying your welcome, lingering in the relationship that is no longer, I hate the, I hate the cliche, no longer serving you, but really, truly, that's, that's what this means. Mm-hmm. You've outgrown the contract. You're not still supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it also means that you can leave the friend, the friend group, the job, the partner, all of these different things on good terms mm-hmm. in your own heart and in your own mind. You can't control if that group is going to be mean to you. And that's none of your damn business. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business how they behave. If they want to behave like children... In, or it, with immaturity is what I mean. If, if they want to behave immaturely and bully, talk about you behind your back. Wait, wait, or, all the things that you're listing are irrelevant. That's you, what I'm you saying. Can, yeah, you can keep going in a list and I don't want people to get stuck in it because literally however they react, healthy or unhealthy, the decision you've made for yourself is healthy. Their behavior doesn't affect the healthiness of your choice. Exactly. You always say it better. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. So this comes through at the very end of her session. And she says to me, okay. She goes, so you accessed one past life. You're telling me I'm in these patterns. You gave me a ton of answers. In spite of the fact that I said go open and didn't do what I was asked, she says at the beginning of the session, by the way, Karen, so sorry. Totally didn't understand and didn't ask you to clarify things bad on me. 
she goes, so there's one of my other patterns is that I don't communicate well. Mm-hmm. I don't, when I don't understand something, I don't ask the person to clarify. I don't ask the questions where I'm confused to let them know that I'm confused. She goes, this is clearly a pattern that has really presented itself beautifully in this session. And I can't thank the guides enough for being able to clarify and help me get my all, all, all my shit together, she says. In 30 minutes. Yeah, in 30 minutes. <laughs> Reminds me of like a pizza delivery advertisement. 30 minutes or it's free. <laughs> Don't say that. No, 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 no. I, I just, <laughs> I just meant like, if you can't get your yeah. shit together in 30 minutes, like, I just think that's remarkable to yeah. think that someone could get that many answers plus confidence to be able to move forward in three extreme major areas of your life. That's, that's amazing. So once again, Kelly Sarlo, you have wrapped it all up beautifully. Oh, thanks. To be able to explain to people... Um, where I have difficulty trying to pull together that session. Well, yeah, but your position sucks. Mm. It like I I know the struggle of what you're doing, and I'm I'm so grateful, as I'm sure all of our listeners are. You do 99% of the stories in Coffee with the Sarlos over 300 and some shows, mm. and what you're doing in the session in real time is threading this needle mm-hmm. left, right, center, backwards, forwards, past, present, future. Um, and you're taking all of these things that happen in a jumbled up mess and you're trying to deliver it to listeners in mm-hmm. some kind of sensible order so that a human brain can follow something linear yeah. when it wasn't ever presented to you in a linear way. So I think what you did was exceptional, even if telling the story isn't as, as smooth. Um, so thank you. Mm-hmm. And, and I also wanted to say too, that as much as Mashika's story was about growing up and maturing, it sounds like she showed up to really handle everything in a very mature way. This is something that I noticed too, during, like during the session and at the very end of the session is that she booked this appointment ready to hear the truth ready to hear whatever was going to be hard. In spite of the fact that she didn't know how to ask the question. Mm-hmm. And, and she's looking, I, I, what I saw in her was someone who was looking to have her intuitiveness validated, mm. to have her, um, her desires validated. And at the, at the same time, yes to everything that you're saying, showed up with humility to be able to identify, admit, and move past her current limitations. Yeah. Which is only yeah. possible. This it's the only way you can actually open up your intuition and trust it. Oh, beautifully said again. Yeah, I just I think both of you did an exceptional job for each other. And I really hope too that listeners who hear this kind of a show or this one in particular, you know, they hear the beginning where we're talking about the fact that, guys, that's not an open session. If you have questions or intentions, you, like you don't say open. We're teaching you how you can operate and function. But if you don't know the question, if you're not quite sure how to word it or ultimately what your intention is, even mm. though you know the general area, like she said, mm-hmm. relationship, career, and finances, 
you can still come in and say, I need to lean toward open in these areas. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to ask the questions. Mm -hmm. So I hope that people here, you don't have to come in and say it perfectly or ask it perfectly. The guides can help us sort out what it is you're really looking for as they clearly did for you in this situation. Yeah. Thank God for the guides. Mm -hmm. Thank the goddesses for the guides. It's it's like I just don't well we just don't have well, we anything. Jobs. <laughs> we just don't have anything without them. No. Because they give us so much clarity. They help us understand what people are thinking when they don't know or how to organize what they're thinking. Yeah. It's just it's an it just it's just such an invaluable gift. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for today. You're very welcome. We hope everyone has a beautiful Saturday. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlows. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.